Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another edition of the Sick Podcast Talking Titans. Crew's back to ready and we're ready to roll. Obviously, the combine is getting in, in order right now. All the players are joined in. We've got interviews with coaches and GMs. It's starting to heat up. The, the offseason is rolling and we're rolling too. Sammy, start me up. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast. The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. The sickest Tennessee Titans podcast. Sick! It's gonna be sick. sick, sick, sick. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here once again with another edition of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. I'm joined, as always, by my two counterparts, Jarrett and Ben. Fellas, the the combine has arrived. It, it feels like the Super Bowl was five seconds ago, and sure enough, we're right back in the mix. The off season's well underway. And our two guys, Brian Callahan and Rand Carthon, are starting to work their magic. Uh, what are what are your summer some of your early um, thoughts about some of the things you've heard these guys say over the over the last uh, few hours here at the combine? We saw it on Twitter. Definitely some clips so far. Jarrett, first I want to say uh, another thing that has made an appearance was your headband because your headband's been missing from the podcast for, for a hot minute. For the past couple, yeah, you know you've been rocking the hat backwards, forwards, new look. Now, now it's back. So We're the back new- to waxing on and waxing. yeah, exactly, exactly. No, nah, man, but there's there's a lot was being said. I know we got clips of uh, Callahan and or Callie, as we should say, Callie and Rand talking about you know what they value, what they need. But it's exciting, man. You know, everyone, you know, if you're if you're working from home, if you're sitting from home, you can throw NFL Network on 24-7. They got the draft. I mean, not the draft coverage, the uh, combine coverage. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how players pan out. I know Romo Deuce is um, going to be running and, and doing drills. I know, well done, you know, by the way. Well done. Well done with that enunciation. With, with the pronunciation, right? right? You right? like I that? I got my fucking notepad here. I've been <laughs> writing down these enunciations for the panel here. Uh, yeah, uh, so he uh, he's going to be working out. I know um, uh, neighbors is not, and Marvin Harrison Jr. is not, and a couple of the quarterbacks not like that. We need them are are, are not going to be working out. So I guess they're going to be there. Some of them are going to be there, some of them are not. So so they're going to do interviews and everything. So I'm looking really looking forward to see what everybody you know has to offer at the combine here. Yeah, Finn. Uh, well, I mean, let's let's get right rolling into uh, these clips we saw today. I mean, we, uh, we we heard it. We heard a lot. It's a lot to get excited about. We might be going in a different direction. Could be turning the page on some 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 legends. Yeah, we we could see it. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, let's, yeah, we let's... got we got yeah we got clips on Callahan and uh, the Derrick Henry situation and, and how that is going to pan out. So if you guys want to roll that clip on Cali. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you you see backs nowadays. I know there's that myth of volume carrying where you got to have it 20, 25 times. I don't think that exists. I think there's a place for for rotating backs. I think staying fresh matters. Um, Obviously, he's taken taken a lot of carries over his career. And so if you get in a position where you got two really good backs that offer very different skill sets, I think it's always good to change those up. It's good. uh, It's good scheme uh, and it makes it hard on the defense so uh, I don't think that you have to just because he, if he came back and he'd have to have 20 carries I don't think that necessarily is a requisite what kind of uh, it's crazy that there's the, the fact that they're like really talking about this cat this early on and 
I don't know. I I'm just so torn on it, you know, because I love the guy so much, but he's just like the last piece of that style that we tried to win with. And I feel like if we bring Levis back into this next year of this gotta give Henry the ball, gotta make sure. I just don't want to go down that road again. So if he can be on the team and be okay with being no longer the face of the offense, then it's okay. But I just don't see him d- doing that. You know, yeah. I think you agree there, Vin. No, no, I, I don't see it happening. And I think, you know, you can interpret what he just said a few different ways. Him saying, we love Henry to come back, but he's no longer going to be touched the ball 30 times a game. I had alluded to a last show. He is a back that needs carries in volume. He wears on a defense throughout the course of a game. You're not going to bring him off and on the field. He's not a quick twitch guy. He's a go straight at you. Yes, he's got some speed and whatnot, but for a back of his size, uh, he needs that volume. And I just, I don't see it. I don't see us bringing him back at the rate he's probably going to command still, even at this age. He can probably get seven to 10 million a year. I think he wants to go to more of a contending team as well. And it's hard for us to let go. That's why we're still talking about it. You know, it really is. Like you said, Sal, he was part of that team that almost won. And I think we're turning the page entirely on that brand of football. I think as much as we love him, all things come to an end. Very rarely does a player start and finish at the same place. And that goes for not only running backs, but look at the best quarterbacks of all time. You know, Peyton, uh, Brady, Rodgers. Um, so it's rare. So I'm thankful for what he did. But I think that's kind of him saying we can get Tajay and another back um, in the draft and get them 15 touches a game each-ish, 12 to 15 each, um, and be effective with it. And I think Callahan – I mean, I think um, Carthon came from San Fran where they always had backs that they just kind of threw in there because they believed more in the system than um, having to have a player like a caliber of Derrick Henry. So I think he's gone. If he came back, listen, I would not be mad. I just, it's, it's a mutual parting of the ways. It's a breakup that we kind of saw coming and we wanted him to win here. We did, but Sal, you always said it. You don't really give a shit who's on the team. We want to win. So our loyalty towards certain players, um, you know, I feel like even with Titans fans, cause that's kind of all we had Trump sometimes us wanting to win, but now it's time for a new brand of Titans football. I'm excited to see what Tajay can do as the number one. There's backs in this draft that, you know, we could probably get in the mid rounds. There's cheap free agent options. Um, but with that being said, I, I don't think Henry's back as, as, a, as a Titan. Yeah. I mean, I, just to touch on my situation with, with Henry, I mean, I, I pitched my loyalty to him. Uh, I, I mean, we all have, I would love to see him back in two tone blue, finish his career out because I was scarred when we let um, Eddie George go um, because he was the, he was the reason why, basically. Yeah, I mean, I got I got his picture here. I got his jersey signed here. I, I met him and everything like that. So, I mean, just to see him go, and, and just the way Callahan spoke about him, you know, they you know they would love to have him back. You know, compliment you know Tajay Spears. You know, we have other clips on Rand Carthon talking about Spears and how they want him to be the focal back really of this offense. And I think going forward, we're gonna, we're going to start running the ball like fifteen to maybe eighteen to top twenty times a game and if they're going to split carries they're going to go young in the draft and try to get like an SMA they're going to try to get a Jonathan Brooks if he if he drops or a or a uh Wait or a ben, 
or a Blake Corum or a Benson from Florida State. All those guys are hard runners. They can complement Tajay Spears very well. And we can go the cheap route, veteran route, like you said, and free agency. So, I mean, yes, it's going to be very sad when Derrick Henry leaves. But I think that Rand, like you said, has a uh, very good plan going forward for the running back room. Speaking of that, uh, we talked about our uh, situation with Derrick Henry. I just want to bring on somebody, a special guest, and get his perspective also on the Derrick Henry situation. So let's bring him in, AC. What do you hear? What do you say? Whoa! <laughs> What's up, dude? What's going on, Ooh, buddy? This is a surprise. Wow. Long Love time it. listener. I was thinking uh, maybe they pulled uh, Henry out of their ass, but I'll settle man. for you. Oh, I, I <laughs> thought I'll, Todd I'll Downing. I thought it was going to be Todd Downing <laughs> making an appearance and tell me to go fuck myself, but this is much, much better. <laughs> the, the king himself. Uh, you know, I, we're going to have a lot of jealous fans. I'll tell you what. We're gonna have a lot of jealous fans, but it'll be it'll be worth it. How you doing? Hey, man? Well, let me just say, uh, day one supporter. You know, I'm gonna gatekeep you guys like I do my favorite bands when they become yes. popular. Uh, I was back in the Turnpike Titan days, so glad to see the success and uh, glad to be on. Long time coming, man. So we just we just played a clip. I don't know if you were in um, wait, the wait, lobby. Let's, in the group. let's introduce them. The much you know oh. spoken of on this show. DJ Wetfloor on Twitter. Give him a follow. Great nope. sense of humor. Big Titans fan. Um, his name's Jeremy, but we'll always refer, refer to him as DJ Wetfloor. So, yes. number one fan. Appreciate your loyalty. Sopranos aficionado. Yes, sir. Um, one of us. One of us. So, welcome. Okay, to I appreciate the it. Welcome. Here, here's the Twitter account right there. If there you haven't followed it, go follow it. There it is. It's in focus. One of the best. One of the best. All right, Jared, please continue. So, like I said, if you were in the green room, we had Callahan talk about the Derrick Henry situation going forward. If you if you didn't hear Callahan today, just what's your thought of Derrick Henry's future with the team? Are you with it? Are you with? Or you don't want him on the team? What's your take on it? Yeah, so I'm a huge Derrick Henry fan. He is my favorite player of all time. Probably, uh, probably eclipses Steve McNair now. Uh, and if you ask my wife, she's going to say I'm married to her and Derrick Henry because mm. I talk about him so much, you know. <laughs> but uh, I think it's like a less than 1% chance he comes back. I mean, realistically, just the way they've been talking and the kind of money he's going to want versus what we're going to want to pay. I think we're better off third, fourth round getting a running back to compliment Tajay. And then, I mean, I would love to see him here, but I think it's just – He's going to go somewhere else and get his money, which, I mean, go for it. Nobody finishes on the same team anymore. So, does any, does any free agent, sold. does any free agent pop out at you that you'd want the Titans to go acquire for the running back room to compliment uh, Tajay Spears? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I can't think of anybody that I'm like super uh, wanting to get. I would rather just get another guy, maybe third round, fourth round, and just bring them in. Um, I'd rather just get pay more in, in wide receivers in offseason than you know, Jeremy, I need, I need to know I need to know where that you got that shirt, so when we finish this up, you're going to have to DM oh, yeah, I'll, me. I'll send you. The, yeah, uh, that, that, need, that is getting expedited, and I'm going to yes. have that on me in the next three days. That is an yes, absolute. I, I, I need it as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll shoot you guys um, the link. No, so but you listen. Don't, you, don't, you don't think maybe like a Dante Foreman or Edwards on a cheap deal, you know, that power yeah, kind of back to compliment. Yeah, Foreman Henry. was – sorry to cut you off. Yeah, uh, I liked when uh, Foreman – I was sad we let him go after that 
uh, year he took over for Henry. I thought he's a solid running back. I mean, if we get him for like you know a couple million, that'd be million, yeah. solid in the uh, in the roster. Yeah, I think the Titans are just gonna tell tell uh, Henry what car what Tony told Carm. You know, all my money's tied up in asset allocation. <laughs> we just don't have the money to give him as much as we want to give it to him. But you know, I I echo your sentiment. We've been saying it. It's sad to see him go, but Ram proved he can find a back. He comes from a system where he plugs in backs. So the writing's on the wall. We're just waiting for it to actually happen. But as long as he doesn't go to, to Baltimore, I can't see him in that rapper purple. That would really break or my heart. Or the own. Eagles. Yeah, or the Ooh. Eagles. Eagles. That would be – I really might have to move if that happens. <laughs> well, I also heard a rumbling that Houston would – Possibly uh, be. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see him doing. I don't see him going anywhere near the division at all. Out of respect for Tennessee, I don't see yeah. that coming. Jeremy, let me ask you a question. Uh, you're in the war room in a couple months for this draft, uh, and you have the final say. What position do you go for? And um, I guess the better question to be would be with that position, who do you think is going to be there, and who do you want this team to to get? I mean, I'm going wide receiver. I. I've heard uh, today uh, Ran and uh, Callahan both were talking about, you know, if there's two players that are equal in value, they want the one that's going to score the score the points because that's a more valuable, you know, for the new offense looking going forward. So I think they're going to take wide receiver. Um, and then maybe in the second, third, they try to get a tackle. They keep – no. Nope. No third round, no third round pick this year. Just oh, we don't have a third mind. round. Yeah, so that that's going to be huge. Either either way, we go in the first round. But Jeremy, before we uh, go into this next clip, just flip that phone so everybody can see that oh, yeah, yeah. nice angry run shirt. That nice angry run shirt, so we can see it. Nice. Yeah, there we go. There, there you we go. go. There, there we go. go. So we got we got our Rand Carthon. Uh, I know we actually have uh, Brian Callahan in this next clip where he talks about the value of O-line versus wide receivers. So let's show it. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you, you see backs nowadays. I know there's that myth of volume carrying where you got to have it 20, 25 times. I don't think that exists. I think there's a place for, for rotating backs. I think staying fresh matters. Um, obviously he's taken, taken a lot of carries over his career. And so, Sorry about that. That was the wrong clip. <laughs> um, that, that's on us. My bad. So we'll call for it again. O-line versus wide receivers. Uh, let's let's shoot it this time. Take two. <laughs> hey. 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 Hey, guys. That, by the way, by the way, everyone. Shout out. They're going to clip this. They're going to clip what? this. No, since it happened, let's take a moment. I'm taking a timeout. Don't go anywhere, you two. Put these two back on, Sammy, so everybody knows everything you watch all the time on all the sick pod networks. These two right here, these two are the oil that makes this machine go. So, round of applause to Sammy and AC for everything that they do. Sammy and, has Sammy has the same shirt as you already got at Christmas. Oh my! I can't wait. I'm going to be dreaming about it tonight. I might get like three or four of them because I know I'm going to wear them out, and they're just going to one be each day of the week. I'm going to have to have a, a different one. But, Shout out Juliana too. We don't forget about her. Yes, Most Juliana, absolutely. Don't remember absolutely. Juliana. I'm, they all forgot about you except me. Steps <laughs> in whenever she needs to, and the train keeps on moving. So absolutely, we're going to edit. It. Let us get the video. We're going to edit this out. Hold on. No, you're not. You're not editing this out at all. <laughs> This is all staying in there. 
We don't but, script anything, AC. You know that's how we roll. Which, which clip? Or, or a question for you, for uh, for you, Jeremy. Who you're writing a blank check to in free agency? Who do you want, and you don't care what he costs? Uh, I mean, if we could get Higgins, I would love Higgins. Uh, I loved him when he was at Clemson. I'm a Clemson football fan, so if I get him and Nuke on the same team, the Titans, I mean, that'd be sick. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, so I would say cornerback is who I'd write a blank check to. If the Chiefs will let uh, Sneed go, then I would give him whatever he wants because yeah. he's yeah. – the Will Levis of a defense. He acts like he cares. He's, you know, vocal. Um, if we couldn't get him, I like uh, Xavier Howard that the Dolphins released. Mm. And then uh, what's the guy from Baltimore? Stone. I don't remember what his first oh, name that's is. That's Geno yeah. Stone. That's a safety. And I brought that up last podcast. I'm glad you said that because he would pair well. And he's not going to break the bank either. I mean, he's graded out as um, like 85 um, – 85 cover grade and he had, I think he had seven close to seven interceptions this year. So, I mean, he's up there and would be a great compliment to Amani hooker too. So that, that would be, that would be huge. But I, there was rumors before we jumped on here um, that KC 75 to 80% thinking about tag and Snead. It's definitely not a definite, but if they do keep him, they are willing to trade him as well. So it'd be like a little tag and trades there in it scenario with T Higgins as well. What do you, what do you think of uh, archery? Jeremy, you think we got to re-sign him? Uh, I I think if we get him for like a year on a, you know manageable terms, maybe two years if we have to. But I don't know how old is he? He's like thirty something already. Yeah, it'd probably be a one to two year deal worth seven to ten million a year, which I would I would more or less want to take him probably for one year for seven to ten. Yeah, and at his age, you don't know when that you know that that dip could happen, but. Hey. I, someone you have to bring back easy with that age man he's 33 i'm 34 so easy yeah, no, i'm 34 age. too i hate when they're like this guy's ancient i'm like all right come on do we yeah. have to say ancient guys let's, let's <laughs> take it down on ancient, on a, ancient on the football field <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely we actually uh do we have another clip lined up from from the combine today want to roll that on say this you, you can never you can never replace elite talent um, you can coach guys. Coaching makes it makes an impact. It matters, um, but ultimately, the better players you have, the better coach you are. Uh, and so, I, I will never um, pass up on elite talent just because I think we have a great coach. Um, great coaches with elite talent uh, is special, and so we're we're trying to get to that point. Uh, but I will say, there's there is times when you can take players though, as in in roles that you know maybe not necessarily in the, at the top of the draft or for top dollar in free agency, but. Um, where you can develop players quickly and they can contribute for you. Uh, Cause as we all know, you're going to have multiple, uh, multiple sets of players playing up front. Uh, very rarely do you stay with the same five for the course of a season. Um, so that development and that depth is always going to be really important. Uh, and there's nobody better at developing it than him. I mean, yeah, the guy says everything, right. I was telling my dad this earlier today. It's uh... It almost seems everything just seems too good to be true right now. I mean, everything Rand's saying, I love everything Brian's saying, I love. Uh, they just made every hire the right way. I uh, just, you know, just seems like things are too good to be true right now. And I'm waiting for for you know the piano to drop. But uh, I mean, what more could you want? You know, I'm just excited to see w- what position we're going for, man. Because they just they're not giving us a straight answer. You know, I feel like they want us to think receiver just so we can steal all, but. 
it's anyone's guess right now. And I kind of like that. I'm curious to see what the direction is if you have Alt and Neighbors, which I highly doubt on the board at the same time at seven. You would think the Chargers are probably going to take one or the other. Um, you know, but uh, do, you all, do you also think that that could have been a, a slight dig at, at, at Rabel a little bit, that comment? Yeah. Yeah. 1,000%. Just because he says that good coach, you know, they need elite talent to win. And basically calling out our roster, basically our roster is shit, like we've been talking about for the last two years now. So um, just hey, – just... Put some respect on uh, Vin's MVP, uh, Westbrook Akine. Come on now. It's all it's all it's all over and, and like the clip is saying it now that they're going to a more faster paced offense. We don't need these blocking wide receivers like NWI and Chris Moore anymore. You know, thank you, thank you so much. If if they come back, thank you so much. If they don't come back, you know, appreciate the time, but we need to evolve this offense with Brian Callahan, and that's what they talked about. Now, what I got out of that clip is yes, he did take a shot at Mike Vrabel for not you know getting elite talent in here and just like the stale offense. Now that he's coming here now, if you listen to that, that, that back half of what he just said there, we need to develop players on the offensive line, whether they come in via free agency, this is how my gears are turning towards it. Yes. My dad can come come in here and develop these guys, but elite talent. We need guys that need to make uh, score touchdowns, fast paced offense. So to me, that screams like, we're going at seven at a wide receiver here, whether it's Rome or neighbors, like th- this offense is going to go and, and, and Will Levis has the cannon to do it. And that I need a go-to wide receiver besides DeAndre Hopkins. I need a neighbors to stretch the field and, and get some yak yards that we missed since AJ Brown has left. So that's the direction that I'm leaning towards after hearing that. Then. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I, I think, listen, you never really know. A lot of teams, you know, are playing possum at this point, trying to get teams to think what they might do, what they might not do. Today seemed like if the draft was tomorrow and the Dunes will get a uh, pronunciation check on that and, you know, neighbors are there and we're taking one of them. You know what I mean? But that could be so someone tries to trade up with them to get one of those players so they can move back, pick up another pick, or to get someone to draft that player ahead of them. So Alt definitely falls in their pockets. Either way, um, uh, it's got to be receiver. It's got to be offensive line. I'm okay either way. We'll have a much better idea after free agency. Probably be able to tell you 100% after free agency because if we sign any tackle, we're probably going um, receiver and vice versa. But if we took a neighbors or an Odunes, I'm completely okay with that. That's contingent on you getting a, um offensive lineman in the second round that you feel like your father can develop. Um, or going after a more experienced one or free agency. You have to hit on the first two picks, though, because we don't have a third-round pick. It seemed like uh, Carthon did it last year with Skaronsky, with Spears, with Levis. You have to do it again because those are the teams that sustain, sustain success, the teams that can develop those first, second, third-round picks into you know franchise-type players. So I won't be surprised either way. I, I There's a part of me that wants that flash in the, in the receiver – but then the conservative part of me wants to say if Alt is there and he could beat Joe Thomas for the next decade, you'll be able to find receivers. And if you give uh, Will Levis enough time, I've said it before, he can elevate the play of the players around him. Um, but I won't be, you know, mad in either direction. So, Again, I said this before and I'll say it again. We were in a much different situation the last three, four years because we had a guy that was – 
what he was. He was a guy that you needed to have all the pieces around and everything in place in order to succeed. And that included offensive line and weaponry and everything. So in our minds, every year we got to the draft, we said to ourselves, well, it's Ryan Tannehill again. We need that X factor to set this offense up to go to the next level. So we always wanted the receiver, the tight end. We wanted the guy that was going to come in and, and be a difference maker on offense, and we never got it. Now that we have the quarterback and we know we have the quarterback, it's going to be much more easy going to sleep at night thinking, hey, we might take the best left tackle to come out of the draft for the last five years. And if that's the case, that's okay because we're not worried about whether or not this guy's going to be able to extend plays, throw the ball down the field, etc. But with all that being said, at the end of the day, we lost a once-in-a-lifetime talent. Now, is this guy off the rails mentally? Yeah, he clearly is. And I'm talking about A.J. Brown, of course. But um, we lost that guy, and we have an opportunity in the spot that we're in to get a guy of that caliber. Actually hired, to be honest, because neighbors, uh, Odunze, all these cats are supposed to be hired. Odunes, Odunes. Mayonnaise. I'm sorry. Sorry. (laughs) You guys can, uh, AC, you can, you can cut my check in half next week. I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, these guys, these guys are are scouted to be even better than AJ was supposed to be coming out of college. Knock on wood, of course, because there's top 10 talent and AJ was closer down there in the second round, but boy, oh boy. I mean, I just I would be so thrilled to hear Tennessee Titans are selecting, you know, Malik Neighbors. And to know that guy is going to be the fastest guy on the team instantly. Yeah. Um, yeah, spe- yeah. And speaking of wide receiver room, we're, we're just going to keep rolling with the clips like as we do. Um, yeah. uh, we have Rand Carthon talking about Traylon Burks. So let, let, let's play that. Boy, Traylon, we love him. The injury, you know, the injury thing, I mean, the concussion thing was a, was a real deal. You know what I mean? I think we all saw that from the Pittsburgh game. So those are the type of things you can't really prevent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I do know that Traylon is off this uh, this offseason training with D-Hop and some other pros around the league, which I think would be good for him to see how other pros prepare and get ready for the season so he can add that to his game. I've seen a couple clips of him running routes and doing yeah, stuff yeah. On, you know, um, in the offseason. And for him, it's an offseason where he's not trying to get healthy. You know, He can work on perfecting his craft as opposed to trying to get back to get healthy. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm totally out on the Traylon Burks thing. I, I said I said it two weeks ago. I said it last week. I was in. I'm still giving him the benefit of the doubt that Brian Callahan is coming to town. New offense. Maybe he puts him in in certain situations where he can actually run with the ball in his hands instead of just being a uh, a deep threat or a guy that just you know runs and, and takes defenders with him as like a uh, uh, like a decoy almost. But uh, oh, by the way, shout out to Ron Davenport for all the videos. We have to we have to shout out our boy TD. So uh, we do have it on there. So shout out to Ron Davenport. Thank you very much for asking all those questions. But uh, what's your guys' take on the whole Traylon Burke situation? I'll believe it when I see it. But I think he's definitely going to be a tight end. You can't trade him. You're not going to get anything for him. You're paying him next to nothing. So for the next two years, you're going to see what you know Brian Callahan can do with. Um, Traylon Burks, but it's to the point, unfortunately, we've seen his talent and his flash. Can he sustain it over a 17-game period is yet to be seen. So I'll believe it when I see it. If he can fall into that, you know, Tyler Boyd-type role, you know, where he can be reliable as his number three receiver, you know, you, you have Hawk, you maybe draft the receiver, and he could be your guy to be your three, sure, go for it. Um, but unfortunately – Partially due to injuries, you know, I'll believe it when I see it with him. 
Jeremy? Yep. Uh, you're only good as your last envelope, and uh, that boy ain't got enough to even get an envelope. So, I mean, I've, I've been out on him. The only thing he can catch is an injury, unfortunately. But, I mean, yeah. some people just, uh, you know, you, you have some that hit and some that don't. Unfortunately, that was our first round that didn't hit. Yeah. And it and sucks that he's compared to AJ, but, I mean, it is what it is. I'm just going to say it's unfair to him, but that's the name of the game sometimes. That's, you know – Listen, I want him on a team. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if he's your fourth option, that's pretty fucking good. If you and if he me, can you know? turn, if he can turn it around with this offense and and those knuckleheads, the last two offensive coordinators were not putting him in the right um, position to succeed. Now I think that there could be hope in this offense with him, and especially if we pair him with another free agent wide receiver, and if we do get that first <clears throat> overall wide receiver, you know, at number seven. So, well, like I said, and I. <laughs> This is just from a fan perspective. I don't – who the fuck am I? I? I think there's a work ethic problem, too, with Traylon Burks. Okay. I really do. I don't think he's, his head's in it. And feel free, Sammy, to clip this, and we'll all blast it. So maybe that'll wake his ass up because it just – I don't know. I don't see an edge from him whenever I see him speak. He's always just got that, oh, oh shucks kind of attitude. And, uh, again, I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not in that locker room by any means. Uh, but that's just kind of the view that I get. Uh, kind of seeing and it's just there's no reliability there every time he's on the field anytime he goes down the field you know whether he touches the ball or not if he's getting the ball thrown to him he's going down with an injury so it's just like when's it going to be enough uh, but like I said I certainly don't want him off the team because again we're, you know he's getting paid nothing so uh, we'll see how that uh, shapes up four million dollars ain't really nothing but yes I, 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 I understand you know, I understand where you're coming from yes keep your expectations low and then you can't be uh, disappointed when he doesn't do anything again yeah exactly it's just we, yeah. we had the expectation ceiling for him because he was coming in and replacing AJ Brown so we'll see what that speaking of replacements we do have our last clip um t- about Rand Carthon talking about the replacement of Derrick Henry and possibly the future running back of this team and Tajay Spears so let's roll it First of all, like Tajay is a dude that we that I just described. Like he's very passionate about football. He loves the game. He's a hard worker. Um, and I think you guys that have gotten to know him know that's how he's wired and you love that about him. Tajay's one of those guys that's always in the building. You know, I know there were a lot of concerns about his knee coming out, and that was the big question this time of year and after we drafted him. But we're talking about a guy that never missed a practice, never missed a game. Um, and he's, you know, for lack of a better way to put it, he's made of the right shit. You know, and, and those are the type of guys that we want to have in our program. I want first say with this. Yeah, I said, Vin, it's all yours. He's the heir apparent, Tone. You know, he is uh, – He is. I'm his biggest fan. I wanted him out of the draft. I was ecstatic when we took him. I defended him with that knee. Until it's an issue, I don't want to hear about it. You know what I mean? It didn't affect him this year. He showed that he has ability with the ball in his hands. Um, I think he could touch the ball 15 to 20 times a game. I love him. I think they'll, they will draft another – running back in the mid rounds to compliment him, but I am more than excited. That's what makes moving on from Henry. I think just a little bit easier to know that in the third round, we got a guy who showed in year one that he could play at this level and play at a high level. So I I feel great about Tajay Spears. I'm, I'm his biggest fan. I'll remain his biggest fan. I met his father in Tampa as oddly as that is leaving the game. So that's my boy and I'm, I'm riding with him and, until that knee's an issue, I don't want to hear about it. Hey, listen, he can do everything. Like I said on the last show, we pretty much saw that it's not a far fetch or a hot take to say that he can run the ball. Um, 
damn near as good as Derrick Henry did last year, and we know we can catch the ball better. That's not a debate. Uh, that's nothing against Derrick Henry. He's Tajay d- does it more. He's been doing it since he was freaking in, in college. So um, we have a guy. And, and, and all the question marks about him that we had in the draft, knock on wood, were not an issue. I mean, he played every freaking game. Rand mentioned today he's at every practice. He never missed a game. Uh, of course, that will be the kiss of death from me, so you guys can have that clip ready. Uh, but um, I love Tajay, I, and, and I really I want him to be the number one guy. I want him. I think he he more people need to know his name, and they should have known it last year, but we didn't give him that opportunity. So it's his time, and he deserves it because watch what happens. You know, he's going to need some money if he keeps producing, so you, you better start making him produce before that shit you know, hits a fan. And we only got him for four years. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. And he had, as, as a rookie, he had, you know, 100 carries for 453 yards, two touchdowns, 52 catches, 185 yards and a touchdown. So you're talking, you know, 838 uh, all-purpose yards with three touchdowns as a rookie. You know, uh, the kid the kid can handle the workload, and he's going to get an even bigger one next year. And I'm excited to see it because it feels like for years – we tried to find that compliment to what was Henry, you know, Deion Lewis. Um, and we finally found him. And now we think not only could he play that role, but he could be a lead guy as well. So, well, I mean, he's a typical NFL running back today. Like I said, like I've been saying, I mean, he's absolutely electric with the ball in his hands. He can catch like South said. He can run the ball. He's a three down back. And the biggest thing is he can block. He can sit there and he'll take hits and he'll protect Will Levis in the pocket. I mean, if people don't really believe it and they don't, they need to see more film on Tajay Spears to actually say he's going to be a back. Uh, go throw on the Senior Bowl last year. Go throw on his last uh, last year's tape. I mean, two years tape. Uh, his last year, his senior year at uh, Tulane. The guy is absolutely a baller. So I am not worried about Tajay taking the reins from Derrick Henry whatsoever. If that is the case, but we do absolutely need a complimentary back with him, whether we go young in the draft or we go, you know, with a veteran uh, guy, I'm not too sold on Julius Chestnut. I know he was posting pictures and everything uh, this, this week or last week saying, you know, I'll be back. I'll be back. Julius Chestnut could be a, a nice I'm done that with piece. those names. I'm done uh, with those fucking guys. He, he could be a practice squad guy. Yeah, he could be a practice squad guy, third them. string guy. I, I Mason want Kinsey, nice... bye-bye. All of them. No, no. Nah. Put some respect on Mason Kinsey's no, name. We no. might be on the show soon, so watch what you say. All right, we got. I don't know if you watched the last episode, but he could be a friend of the show soon. So, I, 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 all right, all right, all right. Let me backtrack. Nothing to get. He's he's a much better athlete than I can ever dream to be. Okay, <laughs> so I don't want to start waves where there's no need to be waves. But Jeremy, what's your what's your take? What's your take on the on the Spears situation? What, what do you hear from? Rand? Yeah, so um, I didn't know anything about him when we drafted him, and I went back and watched some of his tape, and like the especially his last bowl game, he basically carried the team on his back to to win the game. So he can. He's proven he can handle the carries. Now, if he just picks a better number so I can buy a jersey, I'll be, uh, <laughs> you know, in good shape. Yeah, we all want that 32 got off of him. Yeah, I don't like that number at all. Can't buy uh, the 32. Come on, dog. I might have to I might have to ask TD to, to throw a, le- a question at Levis next time he sees him because I need to know about his number because I can't I know, fucking I wait a anymore. Jersey. Do I buy yeah, eight and then he switches to seven? Yeah, yeah. I, need the, I need the Oiler Levis jersey, and I cannot get it until I know. Because I'm gonna get the real. I'm gonna get the fucking on-field one, of course. So I mean, like, you know, what are you what are you laughing at there, Stevie Wonder? What are you laughing at down there? Don't worry about it, dog. Don't worry about it. You make hey, me laugh. Yeah. You like a clown. You're here to amuse me. I am. That's the only reason I'm here. That's apparently, or, or to be corrected about the way I enunciate. So anyway, we did pretty um, good today. I think we did pretty good. We'll hear we it. Did. In the we section. did. 
you know, did. I think the uh, um, the critique is going to be within seven paragraphs this show. Yeah. So, and I had uh, Tajay's whole stat line up. We read it accurately. I did some quick mental math. We'll get, excellent math. We'll get we'll get critiqued on that as well. But I think there was a, a vast improvement. The first, uh, well, the biggest one was the Luan. You've been doing Luan since day one. Well, he is Taylor Luan to me. You it is. So you got to say like uh, Joe Rogan. He's like a Taylor Luan. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, hey, uh, uh, are you guys planning on going on any to any of the games this year? No, absolutely. So uh, I think we all got to go to the game in in DC. I know that's close okay. To I'm you. I'm oh. I'm going to the DC game, so we'll have to yeah. uh, meet up. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. And uh, if I could find a way to get to Nashville, I'd almost love to make it a yearly thing. Yeah, it's, it has to be. especially three of us or four yeah. of us or however many of us. Last you know? year I went for uh, like six podcast by far. Yeah. And then I went to Tampa later in the season, but I, you know, got to see them once a year if they're in the area. So that DC game, we could we could book that because that's a short drive for us, and we know that's yeah, so, yeah. That's my step. Maybe the too. Buffalo one too, because that's pretty pretty close. That'd be a lot of fun. It, de- it depends on when it is. Though. If it's like December, I'm not sitting in the snow. So no. Did you guys yes. watch the documentary yet on their um their uh, four Super Bowl losses in a row? It's on Netflix. It's real good. Not yet. Really? I, I did see that. I gotta watch that. It looks really yeah. good. Looks really if good. I was a buff, if I was a Buffalo fan, I would not be. <laughs> no, I, well, no, nah, you still would. You yeah. still would. If they made it, Jared, if they made a documentary about the fucking uh, one greatest show short. on turf, yeah, you'd be right. watching it. You'd yeah. be watching it. One yard short. I like that. I like that, girl. I mean, we might have to make it ourselves. Sorry, sorry. There we go. So I feel like I feel like somebody else already has. We're that, gonna like. We're gonna we're gonna Probably. tag that. We're gonna we're gonna make sure it's on that. Sammy, yeah, yeah we're we're making sure it's one yard short. One yard short. I hear that a lot. That way someone um, throw on Twitter and say they came up with it first. Especially if yeah. Sal said he said it. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. No, all right, we gotta we gotta wrap up, guys, because I gotta go to work and uh we've been We've been rambling now, but that's always good. You know you're having fun when you're shooting the shit. So first off, I want to thank Jeremy for jump, jumping in again. DJ Wet Floor, uh, one of our bigger, one of our biggest fans in the show. We we great, we're very grateful for his loyalty to us, and that's why we were happy Appreciate to have him on tonight. And we will Absolutely. definitely have you on again. So uh, we will be signing off. And Johnny Sack, we're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we're done here. <laughs> oh my god! If we could have a show next week, just just going firing off quotes back and forth you just have them the whole time that nobody knows what we're talking about no for like three other people on twitter (laughs) yeah it's a shame but you're probably right all right guys hope everyone has a great fantastic rest of your week and we will see you on the flip tighten up sammy send us out and that's a wrap hope you don't miss us too much until next time follow the sick podcast talking titans on youtube instagram facebook Google Play and Apple Podcasts.